Hi, I'm Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Over the last four weeks, the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond has fallen from 4.07% to 3.29%, a 20% drop. Why are yields plummeting, and what does that mean for equities? Well, look, there's a couple of factors coming into play here. Uh, first of all, uh, inflation has started to, to back off gradually, and I think that's big. Secondly, you've got to look at the flight to quality uh, and flight to safety from a lot of these you know, quasi uh, money markets and banks as, you know, they they had some issues and, and you know, we started to see uh, the problems that SVB, uh, First Republic, uh, and Signature Bank. So, you know, during times of market stress, uh, you see treasury buyers coming to the market, uh, really pushing down yields. I am shocked that that 10-year treasury uh, is where it is today. Um, you know, it's pretty incredible that you've had the fastest pace of interest rate hikes of all time, and that 10-year treasury just can't even get above three and a half percent, let alone four and a half. You know, as we said many times on the show before, you got to four and a half percent twice. Third time around, right? Maybe uh, before Silicon Bank, uh, you got uh, you went up to close to four percent and then fell like a rock uh, down to the three and a half percent range. So uh, the dynamics that are going on there, you also have to look at natural buyers, right? And you have a lot of natural buyers coming in with pension monies this time of year, um, you know, balancing off liabilities and buying bonds for what they are, an income-producing guaranteed vehicle. And uh, that, that's put a lid on yields on, you know, the mid to long uh, end of the curve. And um, I don't think we'll see that upper over 4% range for quite some time. Mike? What's really interesting is you touched on the banking scenario too, right? So I think there's multiple things at hand. The banking scenario in this case with money just fleeing bank deposits, especially amounts in excess of the FDIC limits, have largely been going into different treasuries and money markets. But those are going on the short end of the yield curve. The longer end of the curve going down is a market variable that indicates something completely different. It indicates that probably over the course of the next few months, we're going to see some really drastic inflation deceleration numbers. I saw over the weekend, uh, the cost to ship a container is now below the February 2020 value. So that has completely retraced itself, and a lot of metrics already have. So inflation is going to continue to start coming down more rapidly. And the banking problem is constrictive to lending, which will reduce uh, growth in the aggregate of the economy. We got 3.41 on the 10-year today. That is amazing that that can't get above 3.5%, really is. Yeah, that tells, that tells me that the expect, expectation is growth is going to slow on the margin. And I would be surprised that you're going to see a rate cut by year end. I really wouldn't. I think we need to see inflation come down, but I think that I, I said this a couple months ago. Every rate hike from this point forward is probably going to be undone um, at some point in the intermediate term future, as we are hiking rates into a decelerating, in, in, disinflationary, and decelerating growth environment. Oh, and the second question is: the dollar's value rose so much last year that the euro-U.S. dollar exchange rate hit parity for the first time since 2002. That means they had a one-for-one ratio. Since then, the dollar has lost about 14% of its value against the euro from the peak in September. It now costs about $1.10 to buy one euro. What's going on? And what does that mean for stocks, bonds, and rate hikes? 
Well, I think the forward trajectory and expectation of rate hikes with the Fed versus the European Central Bank is in a much different spot. Before last Friday's jobs report, which was strong, but showed modest deceleration and not really runaway wage inflation. So the jobs report probably keeps the Fed in the camp of hiking rates for another 25 basis points at the upcoming meeting. But inflation over in Europe has been worse and more persistent than it has been in the United States. So we're on the precipice of being done with rate hikes here in the U.S. It looks like over in Europe, you're probably going to get additional rate hikes where the ECB goes beyond where the Fed goes. So the fact that there's more Fed rate hikes expected over there largely means that the euro has probably moved higher relative to the dollar. And in conjunction with that, I think on the margin that the whole European economy has been a little bit more resilient than a lot of people anticipated due to the fact that the winter was a little bit more mild than expected. And there were a lot of other variables that didn't necessarily happen on the margin that were really negative for Europe. So I think that the European economy has been way more resilient than people had expected. And as a result, the euro has recovered some relative to the dollar. So that's largely what I would justify as the reason. Phil, what do you think? Are you, yeah, saying, rate you, know, hikes, are you saying rate hikes are making the euro stronger? Yeah. When, when you have ve- dollars, not dollars, money will gravitate to the highest interest rate environment. And if rates in the ECB are going to continue to go up over in the eurozone and the Fed is almost done hiking rates here, then money will gravitate toward where rates are being hiked. Yeah. And you're right with the energy comment, right? So when you look this year, everyone expected it to be a really rough winter there. It was not. Uh, Dollar eight euro this morning. um, You know, I I would think that uh, you might go a little bit lower into the summer, but you're in pretty much a band, you know, let's call it 105 to 110 euro dollar, uh, not the highs that we've seen in the past, certainly not, you know, the 99 cents or below parity that we slight, slightly saw, right, uh, as Larry mentioned. So um, I think there's good value uh, in, in European equities, finally. Um, you know, you're getting good dividends over there. The currency should be somewhat you know, muted, uh, no large responses, but um, stable, stable regime right now. Okay, thanks, guys. That was great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com, and we'll be back next week.